Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of you guys, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive-thru at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at uh, the Brupolo over there in Tupelo. It'd be kind of weird if Brupolo was in Florence, you know. Great town, but, you know, Bruins? I don't know. I can't, I can't make that one work. But if you do live in Florence or anywhere else in our great state or this great country, you can always get Strange Brew Coffee delivered right to your door. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and uh, place an order there. They'll ship it right to you. Whatever kind of coffee machine you're using, Strange Brew Coffee House has something you can be bruising. No, no, I'll work on that. I'll get back to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Robbie's giving me the look. He's muted. Thank God. But uh, cruising for a bruising, cruising for a bruising. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'll, I'll continue to work on it. Uh, College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise you can't find just anywhere else because nobody else has the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're original by Fleet Feet. They're flowed by the half shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Startville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. It's not newest. I got I to gotta get, get that out of my system. They are still the best, though. Today's Wing Wednesday at Humble Taco. So if you want to try their awesome Mexican smoked wings, today's a good day to do it. And, of course, they've always got great specials running, especially at the bar. You can get a handcrafted margarita or check out one of their, their great uh, local beers they have uh, on tap and in the case. Man, they've got just so much going on there at Humble Taco. It's always a good time. The patio is always a great place to hang out, especially now in the spring as the weather continues to improve. Make sure the next time you're in Starville, if that's this weekend, so be it, that you make a trip to Humble Taco. When you're looking for an easy suggestion for lunch, I always want to tell you to go to Firehouse Subs. Great sandwiches, and it's great value, and it's easy to get because all you got to do is download the Firehouse Subs app, place your order online. It's ready in minutes. You go pick it up, and you pile up the reward points faster and just about anybody else. When you want a free sandwich, the Firehouse Subs app is always trying to help you out there. So locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison, that's Firehouse Subs. It's Rumblings Day. I officially am going to declare this Rumblings Mania. The granddaddy of them all. It's fine with me. It's our show, Brian. Yes. Nobody can tell us what to do. You think you can tell us what to do? (laughs) You think that you're better? <laughs> uh, that would be great. You would be Sean in that, I think, and I'm I'm Triple H. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Exactly. So. Uh, all right. Got some good questions. Break it today. down. <laughs> well, I know what the uh, the music at the end of the show is going to be now. So. Yes. Uh, good questions this week. Thank you guys as always for for throwing them in. Let's just get right into them. This is a fantastic. 
Once again, I, I love a good question where talking about how the English language has failed us. Colton Watson, why do caregiver and caretaker mean almost the same thing? This is a fantastic question. Shouldn't a caretaker be someone who takes care, takes care from another person? Yeah, caretaker is like the undertaker. I don't know. It's just what's an overtaker? I don't know. No. Like a, an overtaker would be somebody who like comes to the buffet and they just get too much. Like he's an Wouldn't over- the undertaker the guy that digs the hole? No, the undertaker is the guy who uh, who runs the funeral home. Not the undertaker no. was the guy no. who runs the. No, the undertaker is the guy that that runs the. Um, he does like the, the autopsies the, and stuff, or not the autopsy? No, the, uh, that's the embalming. The, the embalming. No, that's that's not that's not the undertaker. That's what Paul Bear was. That is the uh, mortician. Okay. And okay, the, you're right. It puts the makeup on the dead bodies and all that. The undertaker runs the um, the cemetery. Okay. I'm I was starting sure. to wonder there for a second if Paul Bearer was in fact the undertaker. Yeah, no, that's that's two okay. two two different guys. And Paul Bearer, that was his actual gimmick. He, I mean, that's I mean that was his actual uh, job. Right, right, right. He was he was actually oh, yes. mortician from, I think he was from Alabama. And I actually know a guy that went to. Uh, mortician school with him. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty crazy. Which of these would you rather eat, Robbie? A Popeye's biscuit with no drink, flaming hot Cheetos with no napkins of any kind, or barbecued meat without barbecue sauce? Well, I mean, it's probably going to be barbecued meat. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I can with... eat. Yeah, I can eat a good smoked wing. Smoked I mean, is it, would that be considered barbecue? Absolutely. Smoked wings, smoked I mean, ribs. Pull, 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 I made pulled pork this week with no sauce. I, it's a little with more, no sauce can happen. It's a little more difficult for me to eat uh, pulled pork without sauce. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's not, you know, that you don't want sauce. I like barbecue sauce. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a sauce yeah. snob by any means. I'm just saying there are lots of people who eat their meat without sauce. You go to Texas. A lot of places they don't, you know, they won't, they don't have sauce or they just, they don't, they, they look down on you for, for putting sauce on there. So, yes, barbecued meat without barbecue sauce is my answer as well. It's going to be barbecued meat for me, Popeye's biscuit, and then yeah. Cheetos. I don't like flaming hot Cheetos. So, I do, but it, you know, it's not a priority for me. There you All right. Last question here from Colton. Uh, did State answer more questions with Cheatham, Jack Walker, Frisco, Brooks Auger, Drew Talley, and Casey Hunt having decent to great weekends? Or did they create more with Stinnett and Johnson struggling? You know, I think we've seen enough from Stinnett and Johnson. We haven't seen enough in the bullpen. I was a little bit surprised by the bullpen this this week because in the first two games, the, most of the issues that they had came from their starters. Now, the bullpen did walk some guys and things like that, but for the most part, they kind of – kept the game where it was it didn't really get away from the bullpen and that was that was really good especially for that Sunday game when Brooks Auger and Jackson Fristo came in they never allowed the game to get away from him Brooks Auger got some guys on base but he gave up I think one run uh Jackson Fristo didn't allow hardly anything so I liked what I saw from the bullpen this week you know Stanette and Johnson just kind of are what they are 
more often than not, you're going to get a pretty good start from Johnson, good enough to give you a chance. Sinet is just a total coin flip at this point. Mm -hmm. But we've seen enough from them that they are what they are. The bullpen showing signs of life was a a good good development against an offense that has enough potential that they could have let those games just really kind of get away from them. So I, I liked what I saw from the bullpen. Uh, Brogan Fairchild asked us, what movie do you think you have quoted the most? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm probably going to say Billy Madison. That's a good choice. That's probably going to be my answer. What's your favorite quote? From Billy Madison? Yeah. Um, the exchange between Chris Farley and Adam Sandler yeah. whenever Veronica <laughs> was getting on the bus. That yeah. Veronica Vaughn is one piece of ace. Believe me, dude, I know by experience. Piece of I, ace is really funny for some reason. Yes. I don't know why. Yes. Uh, that, 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 whole, that whole part right there is probably one of my favorite quotes. Billy's me. dad has my favorite quote in that movie when they're at the dinner table and just says, Please, Billy, no gibberish tonight, I beg you. It makes me <laughs> laugh every time. I say that to my kids sometimes when they're just rambling about God knows what. Speak uh, for yourself, moron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for me, it's either Animal House or Smokey and the Bandit. I'm not yes. sure which one it is, but, but it's one of those two. And 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 Jackie Gleason is probably your favorite quote in Smokey oh, and the Bandit. Oh, he's got, he's got, but he's got so many of them, too, but. But that they call that an attention getter is is one of my favorites. <laughs> he just kicks that guy right in the east. Yeah. Um, the Diablo sandwich, the that whole thing, and that whole exchange. Doctor Pepper. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I think my favorite is "Ain't no way you're the product of my loins." <laughs> when I get home, I'm gonna slap your mama right in the mouth. <laughs> That's a you know. You sounded a little taller on the radio. All of that stuff is great. So, uh, Also from Brogan, what was the most non-traditional class you took at Mississippi State? Mine was country line dancing. <sighs> Don't tell my heart. My, my achy, breaky heart. What was yours? So there was a, there's a country line da- dancing. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird <laughs> classes, man. Um. I didn't take a whole lot of non-traditional classes. Yeah. You know, most everything I took was I had, you know, I had to take it. I guess like I don't know, intro to theater. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not really something that I was expecting to to take, but yeah. it was it is, that was kind of like a prerequisite too. I don't know if that really counts. Yeah. I'm well, that's a prerequisite. There's one that, like yeah, this that's is something like, like did you take any weird electives? Not really at um, at MSU. Take any of these central. What did I take that was like a weird class? I don't know. I guess one that I took that was like non traditional was when I got suspended and I had to actually take like a study skills class, and it was kind of like it. Like I felt kind of uh, dumb taking it because it was like. It was one of those classes, like an easy A to get you back on track because uh, I'd really screwed up at Mississippi State and gotten in bad standing and had to take this class. And it was like me and a bunch of like people that I guess I was, I was 
very comparable to this group of people, but it was it was kind of a weird class. Gotcha. The only one I can think of for me is Intro to Logic, which was a very fun and a, and a very hard class. That was the hard. I actually I, I did I took that class online. Did you? Yeah, I took it. Yeah. I took it with Doctor Keeley. God rest his soul. I thought it was a fantastic class. I really really enjoyed it. So, but that being said, uh, that's probably it for me. I took music appreciation, but I mean that's a class a lot of people take. I took that one too. Not, not music. I'm, no, it was music. I did take music. Um, Sheldon Nations wants us to know, or wants to ask us, which fan base has the right to be more disappointed in this past athletic year, the 2021-2022 year, LSU or Mississippi State? It's It's got to be LSU. It's LSU because, I mean, you know, I, I think most state fans, if you told them, you know, bef- before that baseball season, if you win a national championship, you're going to have to endure a not a bad year of sports, mm-hmm. but kind of a blah year of sports. Yeah. Every single person would take that. You're right. So, you know, I think people are kind of annoyed at this point with with, with the baseball team and you know, football was not great, basketball was not great. But I think everyone would trade winning a national championship. No, LSU right now is their basketball program is a disaster. Uh, we don't know what's about to happen to them. Football is, you know, they hired a good coach, but who knows what's going to happen there. And their baseball team's not very good. So, I mean, it's got to be LSU. They're used to winning, too, and competing for championships in uh, most of these sports. I mean, that's exactly correct. LSU is a, a, a athletic program that expects to win, expects to win championships. They put a ton of money into it. It's got to be LSU for sure, especially when, you know, they had the I mean, state winning a national championship. Don't get me wrong. Fantastic. It was a great team and a lot very enjoyable. LSU's national championship two years ago in football was maybe the greatest college football team of all time. And then when the two years of that. You are six, you know, you go five and five, six and six and you fire the coach. That's that's a big drop. And then your your basketball team get about to get hammered by sanctions and you're you don't have a, you don't actually have a basketball team right this second. They have zero players on the roster, none. I don't think I've ever seen that. By the way, I haven't either. The entire roster turned over. No, that is I, just that's that's unbelievable. I mean, state. Whenever Rick Ray was hired, that was the biggest roster turnover I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and they returned nothing. like three three or four guys. Nothing compared to this. Yeah, no, and they're replacing them with like Murray State guys. Like that's not going to move the needle. It's not. You know, not in the SEC. You're replacing five stars with yeah, no stars. Yeah. Double uh, A, Andy Atkinson, the enforcer, asks us, you are allowed one WrestleMania-style entrance for any event. Where are you arriving, and what is your entrance? You know, Cody Rhodes is pretty cool entrance. He comes up through the floor. Yeah. Would you want that, or would you want Rey Mysterio no, popping up sure. like he did back in the day? I want, I'm, I'm going to come out like Triple H on the throne. What are you talking about? Uh, didn't it was Edge on a throne the other day? I was I did on something good, like that. Yeah, but I'm talking about like, we're going back to like look. Triple H. I'm going to have you know three three or four you know women fanning me with the fans like the King of Kings. I'm getting I'm I'm doing full Triple H entrance, King of Kings, everything. Yeah. 
He probably had the best entrances. Well, what am I doing this for, though? You know, what I, you know what I want this? I want this. Uh, if we if, if if Super Top Mississippi ever puts like a, a remote on the Ole Miss campus, that's what I want. I want to come out like that. In a throne? Yeah. Wearing your national championship shirt. Or do I go do I go stone cold at that point and come out and just throwing double birds and just putting down beers? That's true. I don't know. You know what was crazy about Stone Cold is his entrances were never anything elaborate. He just, you know, the glass broke and he just wa- he just stomped yeah, to the ring. Yeah. I mean, the other day was was more than anything he's ever done because he just came out and, you know, walked to each side of the ramp and flipped everybody off. He usually just stomps all the way to the ring. Yeah. Oh, he's talking. Also, Andy <laughs> Atkinson says this picture of me when I shave, and it's Ezekiel. <laughs> I can't wait to see how they they, they make that work. Uh, I love how last night they were just there. Everybody was chanting Elias. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, no, it's not me. It's not uh, me." Uh, Owens made me laugh really hard. He's like, uh, "Elias, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny." Why uh, did they feel the need to change him too? Like he was so he was so over. In that's the point. He was he got uh, himself over. So can't uh, be doing that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, our friends from the cheese fry capital of the world want them to rate their supper. Looks like they got some buffalo chicken cheese, chicken strips and some some delicious cheese fries. I'm, I'm rating that a solid 8 out of 10. That's the bin. Yeah, that looks great. I'd looks eat good that. good to me. I'd eat that. Uh, the 901 Stark Dog wants to know, what are our top three Bruce Willis films? And yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Well, I appreciate your, your support on that, that hot button issue. Um, I, I met 901 Stark Dog the other day at the, at the uh, Memphis game. Yeah. Nice guy. Said he's a big fan of the show. Appreciate it. Really enjoyed meeting him. I'm going to go Die Hard number one, Die Hard two, number two, and then The Sixth Sense. See, I'm not as big of a um, Die Hard fan, but it's, it's going to be my top three. Okay. Um, Sixth Sense is number one for me. Okay. And then, um, Probably go die hard after that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fifth element. I didn't really get into that. Last Boy Scout. Hey, the kid. The kid. Okay. That was a very enjoyable movie. All right. Okay. He, I can go with that. He he meets himself yeah. at a young age, and um, great writing. I thought that was just an, an awesome movie back in the day that's gonna be my number three is there anything we're missing and they're gonna yell at us here yeah somebody armageddon. will but oh oh shoot armageddon i it's got to be in my top three i'm pushing the kid out i must say i'm armageddon's number two for me pulp fiction and die hard see I, I, i'm not I, calling pulp fiction a bruce is that a bruce willis yeah, yeah. that's the thing that's that, that's an ensemble cast he's got to be not... he's got to be kind of the star yeah, it's got to be his name on top of the of the uh, the poster. Yeah. So, trying yeah, Armageddon through his filmography here. Is there anything where I'm just like, that's that's the guy there? No, I think we're good. I think we're good. I, I like yep. oh, the only other one I would put out there, The Expendables, but that's not really a Bruce Willis movie either. Nah, because that's, that's another ensemble. Cast. That's a Stallone. Well, it's my, I would call that 
I would call that a Stallone movie. So, all right. I'm good. I'm good with my, 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 my group. Uh, where are we here? All right. Jason Luckett uh, wants to know if we're going to do coffee as for closers for baseball season. Eh, I, I like keeping that just for football. So, but he wants us to rank these SNL characters Wayne and Garth, the Spartan cheerleaders, Opera Man, Stuart Smalley, and Stefan. <laughs> Is Stuart Smalley the guy that talks to himself in the mirror? Yes. I'm okay. good enough. I'm yes. Smart enough, and people like me. Yes. Um, I'm going to go. I think Wayne and Garth are an easy number one here. Yes. That actually spawned a. Movie series, a successful couple of movies, yeah, yeah. Um, Spartan Cheerleaders number two for me, really. Okay, yeah, that that was funny. Okay. Um, Opera Man, I think, is going to be last. I love Opera. the one that's funny to me. Mm. Maybe uh, Stuart Smalley, Stefan, and the Opera Man. All right, I'm going to go Wayne and Garth, Stuart Smalley. Opera Man, Stefan, Spartan Cheerleaders. I'm just not a huge fan of the Spartan Cheerleaders. And there's nothing in here that is like from the past five oh, years, yeah, yeah. which tells you how bad SNL is right now. Yeah. Not funny at all. I watched it a couple of times. I watched it whenever Chappelle was on there. Yeah, yeah. That's the last Montage time I watched it. was awesome, but the, the show was terrible. That's the last time I watched uh, SNL was the Chappelle show right after the election, the, the election of Trump. So I just like, I know it's going to be funny. So uh, another one from the 901 Stark dog, Logan Tanner has taken a lot for the team. If you know what, if we know what we're talking about there, I don't know if you saw that Robbie, he got hit right in the beans. Yep. Uh, that said, what's the hardest you've ever taken one for the team? Uh, you know, I didn't play a lot of football, so I can't really, Relate or or baseball, mm-hmm. um, and in basketball, I never really had anything that was we consider hard hit. I did like get hit in the arm doing Oklahoma drill one day by the hardest hitter on the team. P- put his helmet right in my forearm. I thought my arm was broke. I had a guy stomp on my groin, so I'll I'll count that one. You were in the offensive line. Yeah, I got on the ground somehow, and this guy just full on stomped me. Right Offensive no linemen, man, they, they get no credit. And every single play, they're tangled up, getting it, their ankles rolled. It really is funny to me that, you know, I haven't played football, like real football, organized football, since 1994. So we're going on, you know, almost 30 years. And I played at the lowest possible level, right? 1A high school football. And I still have aches and pains every now and then from old injuries. And I always wonder, like, how do guys in the NFL, how do they get out of bed? Like, how does an offensive lineman for the great, NFL, I mean, how do you do you it? You have some great uh, trainers. I guess, Probably man. some HGH. I guess. And probably some other things. Yeah. I was yeah, in man. your uh, I was in your hometown last week. I saw that. Did you enjoy yourself? We just stopped at the battlefield. We were. I was riding on the highway on 20, and we came, in Vicks, came through Vicksburg. I was like, you want to go to the battlefield? My wife was like, yeah, sure. So we just like should have gone randomly stopped through. We didn't have a chance to go to Beachwood or no, any no, place. You should have like gone that. to the most historic mo- monument in town. What is it? Barrel Stadium. You could have seen where my glory days were. 
<laughs> it's just Blood, down the road from where you were. Yeah. Yeah, the, there was a there's a house over there that um you know, Becky looked it up on the internet. It's like from the 1830s. You probably know exactly where you it is. The park? I don't know. It's like right on the edge of the street on the yeah. street corner. Uh-huh. It's like a 1830s house. Yeah. Um and I was telling Becky like it was for sale. There's nobody in it right now. I was telling Becky like that would be a perfect like bed and breakfast for these people that come down from all over the country. Like there was people from all over the country down there visiting the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like a bed and breakfast like around Civil War era like style house would have been like I think there was like a Victorian like a few Victorian items in the house. If that's really the house cool. I think it, I'm thinking of, man, from what I, I I know, that thing's haunted as it can be. You don't want to live there. Yeah, but that's 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 a good selling point. That's just true. It's part of the allure. Make it a bed and breakfast. I don't have to stay in the bed and breakfast. These other people can deal can deal with all that. You deal with the the supernatural uh, phenomena. That's right. Alexandra Watson wants us to know, wants to ask us tonight during Mallory's softball game. That's her daughter. One of the girls said to her mother from the on deck circle, "I don't want to do this anymore." What would you do as a parent in this situation? <laughs> Make them tough it out or allow them to quit? They've only played three games thus far. I, I say that if you, you've you've made the commitment, you, you got to play. You got to finish the season. We can we can not do it again next year, but right. we're going to finish out the we're year. We're going to finish our season. We're going to finish what we started. I put in the time and effort bringing you to this thing, buying equipment. You're mm-hmm. going to finish it. You're going to finish the season. Whether you like it or not. You Thank you for trying, though, but we're going to finish this out, too. Exactly. That's exactly what I would do. Uh, R.J. Sweatman, Hermione and Harry Potter get movies and television shows, but what about Ron? There's nothing exciting about Ron. Yeah, he's been in some movies, but nothing, nothing big. But you know, he he's just you know he's just kind of a yeah he's just kind of kind of there. He's just part of. Is Ron Weasley's name going above the title of the movie? No, no. His name's Rupert too. I mean, that's another problem, right? Yes. You can't have a guy named Rupert. You can't have a, a star, a star named Rupert. No, it just doesn't work. Uh, this is a great question here. I saw in a video where you buy a cheap bottle of bourbon, add baked oak spirals, let it sit for about six weeks, and then you have top shelf bourbon. So why does Ole Miss suck so much? <laughs> Ask myself the same question every day. Uh, Jay in Baltimore, watching the college basketball final brings back a lot of great memories. As a kid, joined the game with my mom and brother. The first title game I remember watching was the 82 North Carolina team featuring a young MJ. What was your first game? What's the first college basketball championship game you really remember watching? Uh, I remember somewhat of that Arkansas team. Is that 94, 95? Mm-hmm. Um. I remember Nine, that team. Oh no, that's a uh, that's ninety uh, ninety two, isn't it? No, maybe I don't not. think so. Right. I thought they were like ninety four, ninety five. They went to the championship game. <sighs> now you make me look it up. But anyway, go continue. Um, you know, Mississippi State in the in the ninety six, ninety four, the uh, Arkansas, and the, and then they they went back in ninety five. Okay, so yeah. 94. That's what I thought. Okay. That that's that's the first team I remember watching in the championship game. Um, the first team I remember just kind of following was that '96 state team. Yeah, 
The first championship game I remember watching is 87 Duke and Indiana. Keith Smart hit a, a late shot. It may have been a last-second shot to win the championship for Indiana. The first team I remember like really being kind of into and watching were those UNLV teams. With with Larry yeah. Johnson and Stacy Ogman that won they won in ninety one or ninety and then came back in ninety one and went undefeated and then lost in the championship game to Duke, which to me is one of the biggest upsets of all time. So that that's my uh, that's mine I guess. Uh, let's see here, uh, Gil Mainclang with his patented pick two leave one Memphis barbecue Carolina barbecue Texas barbecue. Uh, I'm. I'm leaving Carolina, obviously. Absolutely, we're leaving Carolina. Mustard yeah, sauce Texas is an abomination between God and, and man. And Texas and Memphis are are they're better. They're both really good in their own right. Mm-hmm. They're not the same. Yeah. They're both, but they're both very good. I can take both of them. I actually, I actually bought a brisket sandwich inside um, AT and T Stadium the other day. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. They had, man, they had an incredible selection of food in there. I bet so. Yeah. Billion dollar stadium, yeah. Um, we have to watch one of these golf, bass fishing, or darts. I can't watch fishing. I, c- I can watch fishing. I, c- I can't if it's edited, like, I, well, yeah, you know, if, they, if they're sitting there just continuously casting, no, and you know, I, I, I can't do that, but no. I could watch bass fishing. I would, I'm gonna watch golf and darts. I'm probably gonna leave darts. Those Brits get into it, man. They, they, they start talking smack. Um, ten cup, Caddyshack, Happy Gilmore. Ten cup. Ten cups out. Yeah, that's out. Uh, Morgan Freeman, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Ooh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, he's got to go. I'm, I'm keeping the, uh, I'm keeping the Godfather guys. We don't, we don't get um, some classic movies yeah. if we take out Pacino or De Niro. George Strait, Garth Brooks, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Ooh. Yeah. Hanging out Garth Brooks. Mm, I don't think so. That's what I'm doing. All right. Let's get to Justin Strawn's questions here, and then we'll go into the commercials. Uh, if Mia Davidson had had the career she had in baseball instead of softball, would she be the most celebrated athlete ever at Mississippi State? I mean, yeah. If she was State's all-time leading home run hitter in baseball, you know, and they it, had, it depends on the team success, team success too. But I mean, imagine adding her to last year's team. If as, she's as, on the national championship team, Mike no Davis. doubt. Yeah, exactly. Or even yeah. you know, if they were going to Omaha. Yeah, if they, you know, if, if she Omaha, was very, yeah. it, it would be very comparable to Jake Mangum. You know, Jake Mangum's yeah. the all-time leading hitter in SEC history. She's the all-time leading home run hitter. And Jake went to the College World Series a couple of times, won an SEC championship. If she was having that team success, she yeah. would be celebrated the same way. Yeah. Uh, now that you've had time to reflect, where does Robert Pattinson's portrayal of Batman fall on your list of Batman portrayals? Have you seen the Batman yet? I'm 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 waiting for it to come out on okay. HBO Max. So for me, I think I still think Christian Bale was was better as the Batman as Bruce Wayne in the Batman. But I like that movie, The Batman, more than I liked even The Dark Knight. I really do. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to see that. I think it's coming out on HBO Max this month. I'm sure it is. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness releases about a month from now. There are so many rumors flying about who, about who will all appear in this movie. 
I half expect to hear the two of you will make your MCU debuts when it comes out. No spoilers. We're not. We haven't. We are saying nothing. Will the X Men or the Fantastic Four finally join the MCU during this movie? There's a lot of rumors about that. I think the X Men have a better chance than the Fantastic Four, but we'll see. That would be really interesting. Yeah. You know, that they opened up a door mm-hmm. with this uh, Spider-Man movie. Yeah. yeah, there's so much that they can do here. Yeah, um, and I'm really interested to see how that plays out. And it, it's kind of crazy. It's happening with like Doctor Strange is kind of in the middle of all this. Yeah, and I guess that makes sense because he opens up all these universes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but it's that's not that's not a guy that's really like moved the needle for me. But mm-hmm. I'm starting to move in that direction a little more. There you go. Yeah, Doctor Strange is not a guy whose comics I was into as a kid, but as the character in the movies, I, I really, maybe it's just because I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's he's good, but I don't know. All right, let's uh, move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. They want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. When you're looking to grill out this weekend, going to be great weather, put some beef on the grill, some big steaks, a couple of ribeyes. That'll make everybody happy. Maybe a filet for the wife some burgers for the kids, or, hey, if you want to spoil the kids, put some steaks on there for them. Whatever you're looking to do, there's always a great recipe with beef. And if you're looking for recipes, msbeef.org is the place to go. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. So head to the grocery store, head to your butcher, and grab some beef for the weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thank you to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats over in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place to find smoked southern soul food. Robbie was talking about smoked wings earlier. The best. The best I've ever had. And I've had smoked wings all over the place. But the best I've ever had are at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. It's not just barbecue. It's smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is something that every business offers you. But nobody is doing the job of it the way they are at Advantage Business Systems, especially when we're talking about service. Guys, if you run a business, you know for a fact that dealing with a big national company is a pain in the, it's a pain in the ease. There ain't no other way to describe it. It's much better to do business locally with somebody like Advantage Business Systems. When you're talking to somebody here in the state of Mississippi who can be out there to fix your problems, and a lot of times the same day, but never more than you know, 24 to 48 hours and get the job done and get you back up and running and get your business running the way you want it. That's the difference that you have when you deal with Advantage Business Systems. So call them today and put them to work for you. Number 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Clark Price asks us, met a local... Huh? Clark is a Winston County boy. He actually was my roommate in college for a little bit. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, he met a local Omahaan, Omahaan, Omahaite, I don't know, ex-Xavier baseball player at the College World Series, rode with us to the finals, even drove back early from being out of town to go for work to go to game three with us. Now he's flying down for LSU. What's your must-see on the tour of Startville for this new, new Mississippi State fan? That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, obviously, first and foremost, you know, it's about going to the stadium. That's that's yeah. going to be the, the and obviously he's coming to do that. I take him to Two Brothers. I take him to Humble Taco. I take him out in the Cotton District after the game Friday night. Um, even though I'm sure he's an older guy, if you said he's your college roommate there, um, we're getting brunch at Restaurant Tyler Sunday morning brunch. Yeah, for sure. Um, the guest room maybe the guest room Saturday night would might be a good call. Yeah. Uh, and you know I'm trying to think like outside of that though, like where would we? 
Where, where it's, we get... it's, it's going to be all about food, all about food and yeah. baseball. When you're when I mean, an that's... older guy, when you're an older guy, I mean, I'm not looking for an amusement park or anything. You know, I just want a right. nice place to eat and stuff like that. There's um, not a whole lot of entertainment other than that. Yeah, but that's nice, like, the, it definitely the take food. them around campus, show them Davis Wade, um, show them the junction, um, maybe take them out on the drill field, let them see that stuff. But yeah, those, those are good. Those are good suggestions. Lots of food and drinks yes. and baseball. Plenty of it. Yes, yes, yes. The Flying M wants us to rank these Mississippi State number 35s. Eric Holman, Preston Johnson, Jack Kruger, Wes Ray, Victoria Vivians, B.J. Wallace. This is an easy number one with Vivians. Vivians, yes. Uh, I think B.J. Wallace is two. B.J. Wallace is probably number two. Yeah. Wes Ray? Wes Ray, number three. Kruger only had one year, for, but he was really good. Yeah, Wes Ray was like a four-year guy. So was Eric so Holman. Yeah, but I – So know, Ray gets ahead of him because of the, the, the team success. That and, you know, he's such a great leader. And yeah. I think he kind of set the beloved. tone. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm, he, I'm gonna, he kind of set the tone for that 2016 team the, the year after that. Are we, are we underrating Preston Johnson? He's a key cog in a national championship team. Well, that's what I would probably put him ahead of um, Kruger. Kruger. Well, then I'm and I'm in Kruger last because I'm going to go Eric. Kruger's Coleman. last, and Eric Coleman's ahead of him. All right, so Vivian's Wallace, Ray Johnson, Holman, Kruger. That's a that solid sounds, number. That sounds good. Kruger was a really good player. It's just, yeah, he just that's a, he was, he's got other good players in that number. Yeah, and the, and other good players in that team. He wasn't, you know, he was a really good player, but you know, he was kind of flirting on coming back for another year. He was. Yeah. So I mean, state could have used him that next year too. Yeah. Didn't have any pitching. Yep. Uh, Wade Jones wants us to uh, tell him how microwave popcorn gets its buttery flavor. I will tell you. I know the answer to this. Have you, have you ever opened a bag of microwave popcorn before you popped it? There's butter in it. There's butter in there. There's like a shelf stable butter in it's like the bag. it's like powdered butter, isn't it? It's like it's not like the no. It's it's, it's not, like. It's like a gelatin almost. Is it? Yeah. Now the okay. cheese is like powder. Okay, so that's that's the yeah. cheese on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Do you okay. get like cheesy popcorn? But yeah. But uh, there's there's not much that beats that movie popcorn with the with, with the, the butter that they put right. on top of it. Oh. Uh, Caleb Rhodes asks us: Should Braylon Skinner get a shot at the leadoff spot, starting center fielder? No, no, is it, especially not at leadoff. I think he's a. I think he's where he is now, right now. A, a, a game late inning, late inning pinch runner, defensive replacement. So. He just he can't get on base. Yeah, no, I mean not even like the hitting part. Like he's just not he's not getting on base when he gets his opportunity. Yeah, Rob Montgomery. Baylor was the first school in Big Twelve history to win regular season titles in football, men's basketball, and women's basketball in the same year. Who would seem likely to do that in the SEC in the near future? Tennessee, LSU, LSU, no, because they're about to get hammered by sanctions. And, and Tennessee, Alabama, no. Alabama is and Georgia sort of have a lock on football, so I don't know who it's going to be. It, it, it would have, have to be, to be women's basketball where, too. And, and you come about women's basketball, yeah. Georgia, um, I mean, not great. I'm trying to think. With, with I don't bet, know if I don't know if you can do it. In the SEC. You know who might be like the dark horse and don't don't laugh. But Texas AM. You know, Jimbo yeah. is recruiting well. Buzz Williams had a really good team this year. That team's I feel like they're getting better. And women's basketball, Joni Taylor is a good coach. 
with the resources there, she could win. So you that, just that, got to be so balanced across the board. Yeah. And not only that, you've got to invest yeah. a lot of money in the SEC. I mean, the Big yeah. 12 is a, is a good conference, but the That's SEC the is so well balanced across the board. It's, it's tough for one athletic department to dominate yeah. in a single year. You know, the best that the state did, I think they – in baseball, uh, did they win the SEC? No, they, they went to a Super Regional in 17. Mm-hmm. And in played football, for a national title. In football they, were, they went to a bowl game and then yeah. played for a national title in women's basketball. And that's – Well, it was eight, 18, the 18-19 academic year, <clears throat> New Year's Day bowl game, uh, NCAA tournament for men's basketball, Played for a national title for women's basketball, right? Or my 18, 19? Not in 18. Not in they, so they went 17, to the elite 17 eight, right? 18, wasn't it? So they went to yeah. the Elite Eight. They lost yes. to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Elite Eight in women's basketball, College World Series in baseball. That's as, that's as good a year as you'll ever have at Mississippi State. Yeah. And it really and could have been better really, thinking about how Moorhead underachieved with the football team. Yeah, it's really as good as it is for most of these programs in the big yeah. in those in those sports. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Tony Loper, Doctor Tony Loper, best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Who would win a Mississippi State All Star baseball team or the worst ever MLB team? Baseball is the only sport where this is this can work, right? Where a good college team could beat a pro team. So. A Mississippi State all-star baseball team would be a lot of MLB players. Yeah. So, a Mississippi State all-star team at their best, you know, Will Clark, Clark, Palmero, Palmero, Brantley, uh, Brantley, Kendall Graveman pitching. Yeah. I mean, Hunter, we put together. I, I I, I would give Mississippi State. The edge here. Even the if we're talking about them, them playing as college players, they're still good enough to hit major league pitching. Yeah. So, so he wants to know who what the score would be. It would be close. I mean, it would be a close game. Uh, yeah. Roster for him. I mean, now you're just telling me too much. I can't. I, mean, I can't give you the whole roster. But I mean, some of the the names would be familiar. That it wouldn't. It would look the way you would expect it to look. The the pitching staff would be the most interesting. You mentioned Graveman. I mean, if I were to list the top 10 MSU pitchers of all time, Graveman's not on that list, but from a major league perspective, he's had a great career. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'm going to put DuBose and, and Bobby Reed and B.J. Wallace and Jeff Brantley and, and, and then those guys on there, so I don't know. Yeah, State has quite the roster that you could put together. What team would it be from MLB? Well, the, the worst ever MLB team is the, like, 1899 Cleveland Spiders. They went 20 and 134. I'm pretty sure State would crush that team because it'd be a bunch of guys who couldn't hit home runs. If you look at like the modern era, maybe like, like think about, let's just look at today's baseball, like a bad Marlins team or a bad Pirates team. An all star MSU team could beat those teams. Yeah. And, and I, 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 let me make it clear it's not just MSU. An all star LSU Ole Miss team would beat those teams too. Yeah. So I'm not just being a homer there. Um, and, and doesn't you know? Don't some teams play like? I may be wrong. The here, college teams, yeah. Don't some college teams play like some Georgia, like Team Georgia USA? Used to play the Braves every now and then. Yeah. Well, State, State did say used to play the Jackson Mets and beat them. Yeah. So I mean, I know the MLB is much different, but 
I would yeah. love an exhibition, the Mississippi Braves versus Mississippi State. That'd be a, a fun thing to do. That'd be fun. Like it'd be spring, kind of funny if the Braves came up early here and they were like, in late fall or something. It'd be kind of funny if the Braves came up here and they were like, "How is this college stadium nicer than ours?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Walking Bully. Only a couple more questions here. Walking Bully. Cade has to move to at least Saturday next weekend because we don't play on Sunday. Should we just go ahead and do it this weekend since his pitch count was lower versus Arkansas? That's a good point. He will be starting a Saturday game next week. Do you want to go ahead and make a move here? We talked about it yesterday. I just don't know if they're going to. I don't know if they're going to, but would you do it? You know, playing devil's advocate, you know, like State can have a major upper hand on Sundays with Cade Smith. Do you, I mean, do you, do you want to just roll with that knowing that m- more often than not you're going to win on Sunday? Or do you want him to give you the best shot to win on Friday or Saturday? Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the question that needs to be answered. Is he, you know, do, you, do you feel like you can roll the dice there and throw him on a Friday against the best guy and just see if your team – you know, State's, State's offense on Friday has been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I personally, I think he needs to be a Friday or Saturday starter, but I can see the argument for him on Sunday too, because more often than not, he's going to be better than the guy he's going up against on a Sunday. And you, you feel like you can nail down that Sunday, but I just don't like the fact that you get to Sunday and you've already lost the series. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't I mean, disagree with you. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to move him at this point. So, next question from the walking bullet, then. Who should be the third weekend starter? Parker Stinnett, Brandon Smith, somebody else. I just don't know if you have anybody else that's got Get starting material. Yeah. I mean, most of these pitchers are relievers. Yeah. So it's just – they're just not in a great spot right now as far as pitching is concerned. Yeah. So we're losing a guy like I think like Maddox Bruns might have made made a difference on this year's team because that's a guy who probably could have started as a true freshman. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh question for well, you. Well, there's a lot of guys. I mean, Houston Harding. Like, yeah, Houston Harding would have been a huge addition to this team. Uh Jeremy Murdoch has a question for you. Can you explain the benefits of the transition to YouTube TV? I'm a Hulu Live user. I'm curious about the advantages. You know, I've had it I've I've used it for a couple of days now. And I can already tell it's just a much better experience. It's so much easier uh, and cleaner. And, you know, I had a lot of buffering issues and things like that. I, I haven't had a single issue yet with YouTube. So I know that it was a, it was a Hulu problem. Um, what I really like about it is the fact that I can put things on DVR and I can fast forward right through it. On Hulu, you have to watch ads on certain um, shows and that's with paying extra money to get an ad free experience. So it's just a, it's a lot easier to navigate. I've got MLB uh, network now, which is cool. Didn't have that with Hulu. Um, So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's definitely, if you got Hulu, it's definitely a must to transition to this. The only thing that I've seen from people complaining which it doesn't bother me any, but um, they don't have the uh, all the the networks like Fox Sports South and all that where they can watch the Braves. 
I don't really use that, so it doesn't bother me. But I, I can see where Braves fans would not get on board with that because they can watch every single Braves game yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, that, that doesn't really bother me any, but I can see how that would be a, a downside to this. But, Jeremy, I would definitely say that you need to transition to uh, YouTube. It's way better than Hulu, and it's actually cheaper for me to get this. There you go. Last one is from Norm. Pick one for the rest of your life, salsa or guacamole? Salsa. Queso. I'm not taking either one of those two choices. Well, he's given you two choices. Well, here, I bro. don't take them. You can have, you can have You can have queso. That, that's not part of this. You don't get saying, it. I don't, I, don't, I don't like either one of those things. I don't like salsa. You don't like salsa? No. You are ridiculous. Also, sugar or salt? That's a little more difficult for me. Yeah. I'm going to probably say sugar. Okay. I, I, mean, was, I mean, salt goes on. Bread it. turns into sugar. Salt goes on everything, though. I mean, you can't have meat without salt. You can't have bread without sugar. You can't have chocolate without sugar. You can't have a lot no, of No, 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 no. That's sugar. not true. Cake. That's not true. You can have well, chocolate. Well, there is sugar-free, sugar. but it's not that good. No, no. Chocolate. If you just make chocolate, it's, it's chocolate. You just... It's got sugar in it. Uh-uh. I'm talking you about can't like have actual, it. like natural chocolate. But there's sugars in it. There's you sh- can't have. There's a difference between there's naturally occurring sugars and there's naturally occurring sugars. If we take away eat. sugar, you can't have sugars. When you cook a piece of meat, th- that's what browns is the sugars in it. Okay, well, that's sugar. Yeah, so you I can't, guess can't have, meat. have meat. Can't have vegetables. You can't have anything that's brown. You're 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 taking it too far. He's talking about adding the actual ingredient sugar to something. I mean, you've you've a while ago you you added queso into this I thing. Did. This guy's asked, so I get to say whatever I want to on this as well. You can just say whatever you want. I guess it's our show. That's right. Break it down. All right, here we go. Tomorrow's show. <coughs> Thanks for our, excuse me. Thanks for all the questions today. Uh, tomorrow's show, we'll recap whatever happens. Uh, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Martin, uh, Diddy Noble. Uh, I'll start looking ahead to the weekend with LSU. I'll try to put up an interview together there. And uh, some more football talk as well. Uh, we'll. We'll have some more things to discuss. Apparently, my my thoughts on the 2022 season <laughs> made the rounds at, uh, on, on your message board there. They were surprised I was positive. It can happen, guys. Well, I, all I say is it just takes one bad game to change that. True. I did get a kick out of uh, I don't I forget who said it. Said if if he's positive, we might actually be national contenders. It's like <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Book one bad game. One bad game from Will Rogers. We'll be hearing about how you know it's time to make a change I, at quarterback. I stuck up for Will Rogers last year, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Have a great uh, Wednesday. Robbie and I'll be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Think you could tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.